Yo, 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 what is up? What is up, YouTube Alcon family? Uh, it is K right here. I am back at it with another good live stream for y'all today. Salute to PBH Big Dog for coming through. And hello, YouTube Boxing family. Um, I will be having a professional fighter um, out of the Bronx, New York. His name is Jeter Burgos. He's an up-and-coming welterweight fighter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yep, he just tried uh, joining in. I'm going to message him. And then I'll let him know, you know, what's the whole deal. So hold on. Give me a second. Um, all right. Give me one second. Hold on. Let me see. All right. Uh, give me one second, guys. Um, hold on. And then once he gets in, then... And then we'll get set up. So, so just give me one second. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, can you hear me properly? Yeah, I hear you good. Uh... All right, sweet. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I um, I appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Just just uh, tell us who you are and how'd you get into the sport. You can see me? Yes, I can see you. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah. I, th I guess everything good now. I got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, can you hear my voice properly? Yeah, everything's good. I hear you on mine. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, let's get right into it. Just, uh, just, just uh, tell us who you are and you know how'd you get into boxing and you know um, what like like you know what motivated you getting into the sport. Yeah. So my name is Gita Burgos. I really don't have no history like with the sport. When I was younger, I never like really watched it. Besides watching Floyd every time he fought with my family because everybody's a Floyd fan. But I had this one friend, his name is Ra. Well, we call him Ra. And he used to do like like street beats, like street fights, like with boxing gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, so then, <laughs> yeah, he would always tell me about it. And then literally <laughs> one day I saw this gym, 
this boxing gym. My first gym that I ever went to, Worldwide Boxing Gym. And the next day, I told my mom, like, yo, I want to go. I want to learn how to box. And here I am today. So I have no history. I, like, I didn't come up liking boxing or that. It was just something I wanted to try. I ended up liking. Yeah, so That's basically what you're telling me is... So. Yeah, sorry about that. Like, if you had something to say. No, 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 you good, you good, you can talk. My fault. No, 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 like, I was just going to follow up with that, like, would you compare your interest to the sport kind of similar to how, you know, Rolando Romero did it? How, like, he got into boxing late, but he actually did it in, like, a weirder fashion. Like, he actually, you know, didn't think about fighting at one point, but then he got naturally good at it. But for you, like, you're really good at it, and you actually have, like, a good style, and it's not like... You just said, "Hey, let me just go out and fight." Like you actually wanted to do it. So, like, did that did that make you better as a fighter? Yeah, it did. It did. It definitely did. I, I didn't grow up like. Be honest with you, a lot of people. I catch them by surprise and tell them like, as a little kid, I never had a street fight. I had one street fight my whole life, and it was I was like <laughs> ten years old, and it was some, at a playground. But other than that, I avoid problems like. I've never been a, a kid to start anything. So, you know, it's, it's weird when my family sees me in the ring because they're just like, wait, this is not you. Because you know how it is. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm like a savage <laughs> in there. So they look at me like, wait, this is not the Jeet I know. But, yeah, it's weird how things come to be with this boxing stuff. But, yeah, I love the sport, and I just want to take it to the top, you know? Yeah, because I like your... Like, I personally like watching you fight. You know, you're a very great fighter. You know, you have a really tough style. Like, I don't, I don't think a lot of guys really see that in you yet. But um, from from like what I've observed out of you, how like how would you describe your style? Are you like a boxer puncher? Are you like a come forward guy? Do you like to box more, or do you like to break people down as you go? I see myself. I like to come forward and break people down as I go. But now. Ever since since my first loss, I learned like, all right, something needs to switch. I know I could box, I could use the jab, but I, I don't do it because I rely on power sometimes. But I, I realized like, all right, this ain't gonna work for me all the time, you know. Once it once I step up in competition, so as you've seen recently, I've been working on my boxing more than just coming in forward because I know I can fight, I know I can get sit there and brawl. So now it's just all about learning how to move more. Just doing what I know how to do, just enhancing it more and actually putting it to use to be an all-around fighter. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you have like a certain like, you know, training regimen that you go through with your team? Like, um, what do you want to work on the most? So therefore you could be ready for those high level, you know, profile names in the future in your division. Definitely uh, movement, head movement, and just picking the right shots, like using the jab more, like setting up certain punches. Because usually I'll fly. I used to just fly in there with my straight hand, throwing it all I can. And now it's all about placing it right. <laughs> and, you know, having the defense good and just learning how to move around when when I have to. Yeah, I like that because, um, like, pe people try to say boxing isn't about, you know, 
you, you know utilizing those to like those tools but you know i'm a you know i'm a believer of like the sweet science and you know like i like asking that questions or those type of questions to people to see like you know what's your mindset going in because you know people people don't understand like when fighters that want to become a pure boxer they call them boring but, but for fighters that are just going in there trying to get like a knockout they say that's exciting but then it's like when you have guys that are natural boxer punchers that are knocking everybody out but they're but they're doing it you know the right way uh they still try to find a way to make excuses for those for those fighters so do you, yeah, do you yeah, kind of fear definitely. um yeah do you do you kind of feel like that's something that people will try to put you into that category one day where they say that you know you like to come forward but you're not boxing like enough or you know you need to utilize more technique and whatnot like do you not care about what the critics say you just care about just trying to get let the win you know in a correct manner right nah definitely i i definitely agree with you on both ends at one point i was like i i got i got the power so it's that's <laughs> really all i need because i look up to tank a lot you know he's like <laughs> In a way, so I was just like, all right, I can he's short, I'm short. It's like they always look down on us. And it's like, all right, wait till you feel this. But I realized a lot recently, like even when in sparring, some of the guys I know is just like, all right, this is getting old. They're already catching on to, you know, how I am. So it's yeah. like, all right, now it's really time to switch it up. And it is I've been improving little by little. And it, I feel great. I feel like big things is coming this year, so just taking it day by day, to be honest. Um, what division do you campaign at? Uh, one forty-seven. Nice. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking one forty after March. I have two fights coming up, God willing, on February. Don't know the date for that one yet, and March fourth for sure. So after those two, I think I'm gonna drop to one forty and stay there for good for a while. Really. Yeah. Um is it easy for you to cut weight or can can you can you can you stay at 140 and then try to get like a title and then what like go back up to 47 and 54 or Yeah, I think I'm uh, I weight to me is you know not to say I like I just Sometimes I gotta do it the right way. Like my my nutrition, if it's off, it ain't. I, I'm gonna struggle a lot. But that's just that goes for anybody, to be honest. But I think I could do yeah. it. It's been a while since I hit 140 flat, but the lowest shot I hit was my second fight. It was 144, so I know I could I could do it. I just gotta put in that a little bit of extra work. Yeah, because um, you're a pretty big guy. Like, you know, like in my view, like, you know, I would, you know, I would think that 147 looks really good for you. You know, you're yeah. absorbing the, the punishment and, you know, you're actually hurting people a lot faster. So I was just mm -hmm. curious about that. Yeah, it's just it's just a thought that we that I have, to be honest, not really with my team. I just want to see what I could do there. Or um, to be honest, that's just it's just a thought at this point, but. 147 is looking yeah. like looking good right now, so that might just be the weight that I'll be at forever. <laughs> so you know I can go to the 50. <laughs> yeah, speaking of 147, um, there's a lot of young talent in that division that I'd like to see you mix it up with, and preferably, uh, uh, 
I don't know if it's possible, but could could you and Jahai Tucker get it going sometime in the future? Uh Jahad, maybe yeah, maybe, you know. No one knows what the future holds. <laughs> That's my guy right there. We we work around it. We work a lot in the gym. A lot of sports. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, we we don't wow. we don't we don't squat a lot. Does it does it yeah, feel I, like I psychologically like oh I was gonna ask you uh do, like uh, does it feel psychologically challenging when you face guys that you're cool with and you know if you ever have those thoughts inside your head when if you guys have to fight each other one day do you do you ever you know feel a little bit you know um a little bit stagnant on having that friendship you know before you think about wanting to fight each other you know in the ring. To me, the way I see it, because we, we don't see this a lot in boxing, I see it as, you know, the friendship is put aside or whatever it is, because a lot of people, you know, they, they like to have that machismo like out there and they, they act like they're not cool with nobody. But it's business at the end of the day, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, any anybody could fight at the end of the day and still have that same bond afterwards. But it's just up to the person and personally, however they feel about it. <laughs> so, um, following up with that, like, like if you had the opportunity to fight your friend or family member for a lot of money, like, are you saying that's a, you know, that's a good investment to take? You know, if you know, you know, what the outcome is going to be, if it's going to benefit you. Yeah, I'm pretty. I guess sometimes you do gotta take that risk, you know. If if it's a win-win on both sides, or just a, a win for you, yeah. and you know you got, you know, you feel me, you know you got the talent. So why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think the problem with like the sport is that um, there's too many people that have alter ego and um, they don't understand that the business is really hurting a lot of these big fights and yeah i just yeah. wanted to get your point because because like i think like when that time comes when you want to get a title you want to just have all the best fights under your resume that's always going to be like the biggest hurdle because people don't understand like matchmaking is really broken in the sport and i don't know if you can like agree with that but it's just like if it was your perfect world like are you saying that you would have already had all the fights lined up for what you want and you be a lot more active to you know to, you know to to uh, determine your own um, legacy right yeah in a way i say that because it was uh i was dealing with a lot of like injuries and stuff early when i turned pro so i wasn't really i, I was 50 50 in the gym not because i didn't want to be there but i just felt off until i healed and now is that i'm getting like really back in track as you see, I fought back to back. I fought back to back already, and I already got two more planned up right away this year. So this is trying to like get my name more out there and then see what comes up if any names come up. I already took a risk once, so you, as you can see, I'm not scared to take it. But yeah, yeah that's just how the sport is. Um, what's your matches like? Are you are you gonna step it up to higher rounds? Like, you know, how many rounds are you doing? Oh yeah, now? definitely. Uh, after March, uh, after March, uh, you definitely gonna start seeing me more than four. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, because you could definitely go the distance. You know, you're yeah, yeah, not yeah. really looking to yeah. yeah. 
Um, as far as like your team goes, like, do, do you do you like be sparring with like high level names in your area? Because like I believe you said that you know you train out in like the city, right? In New York, right? Yeah, I got I got you. Well, Jai, we meet like sort of in the middle because you know he he lives a good distance away from me too. That's one person, uh, Richardson Hitchison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. I, I just fought him. him. I got Pistol Pete, Pete Dobson. I I grew up watching Pete. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's Pete, my he's guy. Good. Like, he's really, really yeah. Good. I, I like. He knew me since I basically started. <laughs> since like my first day in the gym. And it's crazy that now I'm like at the age where it's like, all right, now you spawn me. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot um, of good names. I don't spawn Eddie Gomez. The, the list goes on. You know, my trainer knows a lot of people and actually grew up. Like, he he came up seeing all these kids grow up. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about, about the New York talent pool because, you know, everybody says New York boxing isn't good, but I disagree. Um, I think, I think like, you know, there's like plenty of names, including yourself, that a lot of people don't know yet. And um, yeah, yeah, all these definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. I just, yeah, I just feel like that, like you know, that the competition level is just getting a lot more higher in scale, and uh, you know, uh, the like you know, that the level of you know, training regimen is just getting stronger out there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. They go to like. New York is really body. Like we got some good talent over here. You gonna see. Yeah, have like, you ever ran into Chris Oh, Chris Coker? Yeah, like you know, yeah, any what of those you high profile names? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever ran into him? Yeah. yeah, I met him a few times. I used to train with his brother. His one, his brother was was boxing at one point. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, um, New, York, New York is, we all know about each other, you know? We might not, like, say what's up all the time or be cool, but it's like, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> we know we know who's who's hot in the city and who's not. Who Who is the hottest talent out of New York City that, like, you know, in your, like, opinion right now? Who, who do you think is going to come out on top? Right now, from New York, excluding myself. Cause I haven't had that breakout yet. Uh, I got, I got Africa Richardson Hitchison. Yeah, I got Jahi, and a lot of people don't know about him yet. But I'll be posting a lot. I post a lot about him, and I will soon. My trainer's son, Marco Suarez. He's oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. known, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's known for the amp for what he done in the amateurs, but he had a little break. He had a little, you know, he had stuff to handle outside the ring. But he's getting, he's getting in the room real soon. He might be playing with me on yeah February. So there's a lot of him coming this year. I got those three right there. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because, like, I think I think that's you know that's not the hot talent right now. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I was also gonna say this other fighter. Um, I forgot his name. Uh, I think he fights at one fifty four, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
Um, he's that dude. Like, I think I think you train with him. His name's Ismael Villarreal. He's good. I like him. Oh, Ismael, Ismael, yeah, that's my guy right there. Yeah, we spar a lot. Like, like, like that's another yeah. crazy story with him. <laughs> the another crazy story with him. When I first started boxing, he actually won the gloves the year prior, and he's uh in the semifinals for his second gloves in a row. And the week before he won, I'm like, man, yeah, that's cool. Like, congratulations. You know, this and that. So it just comes yeah. and it comes to the circle that now I like, you know, I'm calling him for help for smart. He's calling me. Like, it's just crazy to me how years ago, I, I, in my head, I was like, man, I never spawned this guy. He's too good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, just hoping out each other now. Um, is he from the city, or is he like a foreigner, or like yeah, you know, yeah, like, uh, what's from, his background? Yeah, he's from over here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because I was thinking he was from like Cuba or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna talk about like the last. That what? Oh no no no! Like I was just gonna like you know ask about Isma like um, as far as like you know his background like. Like, you know, like, I was thinking he was, like, a foreigner from Cuba because, you know, he has a good Cuban school of boxing, but. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know much about, like, his full background. I just know, like, what I know from talking to him and being around him and his dad when we're in the gym together at the same time. Because we don't train in the same gym. But, you know, we'll, we'll like, okay. be smart. He'll be smart here one day, and I'll just show up. We'll just train, you know. That's how it is. But, yeah, he's definitely on his way up, though, for He's definitely gonna be big in boxing for sure. Yeah, I'm just hoping he can um, get more fights in because you know, like I think I think he's really gonna upset a lot of guys in the yeah. division. Um, yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. His last fight was a was a big win. It was yeah, a good like Rodriguez. Uh, that was yeah, that was a crazy knockout. Yeah, he stopped. Yeah, him. yeah, it was. Sadly, I kind of feel like he might beat Xander Zayas. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie though. <laughs> Woo! I, I think. I think there's a lot of talent out there. You know, there's a lot of. How do I put it? We all know how it is when when you coming up first in boxing. Everybody looks good. You know what I mean? Till you really put in yeah. there, it's like, all right, let let let's put the best against the best. Even with myself, I say the same thing. I it ain't nothing to be scared to admit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I was gonna like actually ask about that. Like, do you do you have like a set list of guys that that you want to s- specifically uh, go after? That you know that you want to fight in the future? Or? Nah, I don't really like sit and think about that. Yeah, it crossed my mind, like, damn, this would be a big fight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just me, like, when I daydream or something or zone out <laughs> or think about boxing. But as of right now, nah, I'm just, just been working. It's just like, whenever the time comes, the time comes. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask about your last fight out in the Dominican um, Republic. Like, like, how was that experience, you fighting that opponent? Like, did you get any nerves or, you know, what happened over there? Uh, nah, nah, nah. I was... Uh, the nerves is out. Ever since my first loss, the nerves been out. Like, it's just like, you know, I got nothing to lose no more, so it's just everything to gain. So now I'm just 100% trying to 
feel like I'm always a step behind just because of that loss. It wasn't the worst loss ever, but I feel like I, I need to work two times harder. You know what I mean? Have impressive wins yeah. for like a good. I need a. I need to continue a good streak. Doesn't always got to be a knockout, but I need to have good impressive wins. Um, yeah. Speaking of like the records and boxing, um, you don't really care about like <laughs> like like a, did you did you like really like like have that worried feeling about having a undefeated record or did you did you not care about that and, and you just care about fighting like the best opposition put in front of you just to build your career right yeah for sure at one point it was like damn undefeated record is cool do i want to risk it because for that fight i had an option it was either take it or not because i was supposed to fight in new york that two weeks prior to that fight in philly the opponent called out he's somewhat known because of his amateur record I forgot who I was supposed to fight, but I know he trains out in Gleason's. We all, uh, his his own trainer knew he was gonna pull out if certain um <laughs> videos or like pictures were like posted on social media of like how I train or whatever. So they I was I was restricted from posting that thing. The guy ends up still uh, pulling out, but that's another story. So I was yeah. they showed me the, the fighter from Philly. And I was like, yeah, he's good, you know. We both just basically started, like, our pro our pro careers. I was like, man, I'll take it, you know. But best man win tonight. So it was just, it was it was an option. I could have been like, nah, I care too much about my record because I know what I'm going into once I go out there. But nah, it was just, let's go, you know. Who knows? I come out with a win, now nah, I come out on top even better. I won more than what I, what I would have thought I would have won. That was my mindset with that, but... Nothing changes with the way I look at yeah. boxing. It is what it is. So, I was gonna ask, like, when you get wins, does that does that like trigger other big time promotional networks like PBC, Top Rank, Zone to like reach out to you? Because like I think I think my biggest issue with like, the matchmaking is that when you're winning and you're wanting to fight the best and nobody don't want to fight you. That makes it harder for your financial, you know, bearings to get yeah, 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 yeah. When you see guys, Definitely. yeah, um, when you see guys on like top rank or like any of these other promotional banners that are just getting easy pick them fights, like that, you know, we already know what's gonna happen, and they're just trying to like get an easy payday. Like, do you do you feel like that's like really you know discriminatory up against you? You know, like you're really trying to come out here and try to you know you know clear these guys out and. You know these uh, promotional, you know, stables aren't giving you your shine. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that happens. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fighters like me that if they get the opportunity, they're gonna go out there and give it their all. But the promoters see that, you know, some way somehow they're gonna find out who you really are, like what you can do, and I, they're gonna protect their fighters first. You know. Yeah. So I definitely agree yeah, with you on that. Yeah, because I was just wanting to ask that because I, cause I believe if that wasn't in existence, um, if you had it your way and boxing was set up by the consumers where I pay for big fights that I want to see and belts didn't have to be controlled by the sanction bodies, I think I think your career would have scaled a lot faster. Like, you know, in yeah. terms of like you all the fights you want because you have to fight like the best if you want to be recognized. Like, I just think that's just how it is because – 
all the other sports have it like that. You know, um, you don't make it to the team if you're, yeah, you know, you have to prove your skills to keep your spot. So I think, like, I think when it comes to boxing, like, the level of entry to get into the sport is really terrible. Because, like, you know, take a look at what's going on with um, YouTube boxing. Like, you have these YouTubers out here just fighting for big money, and it's like, People have no complaints about that, but it's like when you're out here trying to blow dudes out in your division and people are actually wanting to see a real fight that they say, oh, there's not enough good fights in the sport. No, you should be getting that bad. The YouTubers shouldn't be giving it. You should yeah, be blowing everybody true. out. You know, it's a- like, like case in point, if you're going to get into a sport like boxing, like any other sport, it should be a absolute, you know, really uh how should i say um the access to entry should be very uh how should i say um it should be very difficult for you to get in and and you shouldn't have you know the easy access to just fight anybody you want like you know like everything needs to be set up with like process like you know what i'm saying yeah i agree i agree i definitely agree everything you said you you said it right the right way how it's supposed (laughs) to be said i definitely agree it's crazy. Yeah, it's like, I just watched that Misfits boxing. Yeah. Yeah, the money money is getting thrown around. I do. I, I like, at first, I was iffy about it. Or I felt some type of way. It's like, damn. With the Jake Paul situation. But then you start to realize what he's doing. And he's paying on Like, he's paying. He's giving fighters what they deserve. You know what I mean? Like, like, like uh, he's trying to help. What, what was it? With Dana White? He was trying to get USC fighters paid more. And stuff like that. Like he is yeah, he's he paying the full. <laughs> yeah, like his fight, his fight purses, whenever he fights, it, it's Jake Paul, is whatever, it's corny. But for the real boxers that he's like guiding or like helping out, he's giving them what they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can get that, but it is crazy how they just throwing out free money like that. Yeah, because I don't like I don't think he's really helping out everybody entirely. I I think I think of anything like he's only doing it just to just to be relevant. But I think in a like you know in a more marketized setting, if you just take him out of the picture and you know if I like you as as a fighter and I want to put my money down on you, you should yeah. be getting more of to you. And then you know nobody has to worry about oh this fighter isn't getting paid and this fighter doesn't want the fight because there's something in the contract that wasn't right. No, like if I want to see you fight, I want to see you fight. I don't want to wait up on what the promotional company says that, you know, when you could fight, like if you want to be successful and you want to get more fights and to put your name out there, like you said, I should be the one putting that money up to say, Hey, sponsor Jeter right now, because he deserves to shine over all these other guys that are being promoted and they're not, fighting any good competition and you know they're not doing anything you know what i'm saying so yeah you know, that's yeah. just like my idea so nah but, i definitely i mean you call it's a good argument you know for, for some but at the end of the day it's just like come on bro like this is whack you know what i'm saying and if people really fed into it now look how big it is but what can we do you know yeah, I was also going to ask you about the financial ramifications that you go through. Like, do you, do you really have, like, like a hard time getting those good, good paydays? Like, like, you know, how difficult is it to, like, go through the financial structure? In the I mean, at first, you, you, uh, you know, when you have a manager and stuff, 
you know how I really see it because they're just invested in you. And then once the big fights or somewhat of a big fight comes, that's when the payday really just kicks in. It's just all about, you know, taking fight fight by fight, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, how you, top rank or any of them work or PVC, so I can't speak on that. Yeah, are you uh um are you like a free agent, right? Like I assume, like you just take whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, want, like or... pro, uh, promoter wise, yeah, I do have a manager, <laughs> but that's pretty much it. So like, if Misfits Boxing, if they hit you up to clear all those dudes on YouTube, you take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just tell my trainer and romantic to it. <laughs> I'll fight. Oh man, that would be so funny. Give me too. I'll fight over there. <laughs> Get paid like a hundred thousand dollars per fight. Hey, I'll take. <laughs> I'll definitely over take over there to the UK and just clear everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was also gonna say, like, do you have certain? venues that you want to fight in the future like maybe like the madison square garden down in louisiana yeah or... definitely me my biggest dream it, ever since i was a kid i'm not i'm pretty sure it's been done before i forgot who was the last people to do it but my all-time like if i if i could like you said if i could write down my whole career my biggest fight and i'll say my i'll say not my last fight but my biggest fight i would if the chance was ever possible to have it in yankee stadium Cause it's in the Bronx. That's where yeah, I grew up. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I like was just that's, about my to say that. Right <laughs> yeah. that's my dream fight right there. That's my dream fight. I'm a diehard Yankees fan, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get the that. Yankees logo tatted soon. So, that that would be my dream venue right there. Yeah. Um. If you yeah, if you could ever do that in the future, please let me know. I will. I will go there. Um. Now nah, I got uh, you. I don't. You I don't know. If, yeah. I got you. I got you. For sure. Cause yeah. It's not like that. I'm gonna have to Yankee meet the people Stadium that is such a great venue for boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for a fight like that, I'm gonna need everybody, you know, for my biggest fight, everybody that's supporting me from the beginning. And you're definitely on that list. You know? I never had people like hit me up like, yo, let's do an interview. I never even knew I knew I was good at this and I'm getting up there. But I ain't know people was like really ah that I know about this kid, you know. So to me it still surprised me every day when certain people be like, Oh yeah, I know who you are. Cause I, I'm just so anti-social. I really be. If you notice my Instagram, I post more memes than I post about boxing. Like, this is funny to me though. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. You know, like I, you know, I just post like a lot of boxing content. But you know, yeah, for yeah, myself, you know, yeah, like you know, I, I just keep to myself. I don't. I don't talk a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, but in that ring, you you think I'm a, I'm a, I'm Tyson or something? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I look up to people. Tyson a lot. Yeah, Tyson yeah, is my here. favorite boxer. I got Tyson. Yeah, I got I got like a story about that. Oh, for real? Um, yeah. Uh, if you know this guy named Tony Marshall, um, I started boxing when I was 24. Like I'm 27 now. I'll be 28 God. in April, but uh. But basically, like I'm out of Albany, New York. Uh, that's you know that's a capital of New York. But um yeah yeah. Uh you know when I went to the 
uh, there's this gym out in Albany. It's called Quail Street Boxing Gym. Um, uh, basically, um, it's like a gym where like fighters out of what the local area go to. I think I think it's like a state funded gym. You know, which I don't understand how that's possible. But uh, I ran into this guy named Tony Marshall, and he used to be uh, Mike Tyson's uh, training partner. Um, he um, he was a part of his camp for like nine years, and uh, he was a former. He was a former welterweight IBC world champion, I think. Uh, he got robbed out of his w- WBA title fight with uh, wow. Javier uh, Javier Velasquez. And uh, that was that Argentinian dude that he fought. Uh, this is like way back when, I think back in like the 80s or something. But uh, yeah, he told me he trained with Tyson for nine years. And he like he was with Floyd Mayweather. He was with everybody like he like. He knew everybody. He he was training with like, the best competition. Uh, he beat a lot of good fighters. He beat um, that one guy named Aaron. Man, I forgot his name. Uh, Aaron Davis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron Davis. Yeah, Aaron I know Davis. him. I, I know him. I know him. Really? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Because wow. he got wow. he treats this guy. Um. Ah, uh, what's the guy that Devin Haney signed? This is a skinny dude. Oh, uh, um, you're talking about, um, um, you're talking about, um, Chenault? um, Amari Jones, Chenault? Amari Jones. Is it Amari, Amari Jones? Jones? Or, uh, or, um, Lorenzo Truck Simpson? Truck? No, 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 no. I spoiled Lorenzo. I spoiled Lorenzo before. No, 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 no. Forget yeah, it. Forget Lorenzo, it. No, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about a whole different fighter. Think about a whole different fighter. Yeah. Amari Jones. He signed with Devin Hayes. Haney. Yeah, um, I know um, who that is. Haney yeah, no, yeah. no, but Aaron Davis, he trains this young kid. I think the kid's like twenty, or he's about my age, twenty-one. Um, damn, I think his name starts with an S. I always forget it. I always forget it. He got like a seen him spar a few times because that's not, I used to spar somebody else that Aaron Davis trains. Yeah, I forgot who it is. Yeah, you can keep going on with the story. Yeah, yeah, I was just. Just gonna say like Tony, Tony kind of introduced, you know, introduced everything to me, and you know, he told me all the stories that he was with with uh, Mike Tyson and Floyd, and um, he's been in there with like all the best fighters. Um, you know, his record, you know, like you know, his record shouldn't be, you know, you know the way it is. Like you know, um, he's technically like supposed to have more wins on his record, but he got screwed over a couple times. But um, yeah, his best victories was against uh well um his best wins was against aaron davis and uh he beat some pretty good guys he beat uh anthony jones uh darren darren uh, maki Unsky, right um yeah he fought some really good, yeah uh not yet but it was the hobby oh and you saying he got a good resume yeah 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 he does um it was just uh, the fight with um um whatchamacallit with uh Julio Caesar uh Velasquez. Uh that uh, like uh, that was the guy that I'm talking about. Uh that was for the WBA super welterweight title back in nineteen ninety four, November eleventh. That's yeah, what's up. So. That's what's up. Yeah, that was in Argentina and uh yeah he got um he got uh um he got wrapped in that fight. Ah oh, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, as far as, like, you know, boxing fights go, uh, I believe you, um, I, uh, uh, like, I believe you told me in the past that you're, uh, that you're, uh, uh, that you're, um, Dominican, right? Yeah, I'm Dominican. Okay. Because, uh, I want to ask you, could, could we, could we see, like, a, a Dominican Republic versus Puerto Rico matchup one day? Yeah, it will happen soon. <laughs> I honestly want to fight in Puerto Rico because uh, my whole team, except for my boy Richie, which is he, he's like my co-trainer, and uh, he used to box also. But you know, he he ended up liking coaching better. But he's Dominican. But everybody else that I'll be around is Puerto Rican. So we go at oh, it all day. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. My trainer's Puerto Rican and everybody else around me, and we're the only two Dominicans, so it's, it's funny. Yeah, speaking of like um like um, I was gonna ask about uh, Dominican boxing. Like, do you, like uh, do you think it's like doing good right now, or or do you think it's falling down? Like, do you think the talent's not good or getting better? Or? Uh, the the talent is there. Like what I've seen over there, the talent and the work ethic that they have, it is out there. It is there. And even the good fighters that we have over here, you know, they're Dominican. But what I would say that I did kind of learn about over there since it was my first time going in like six years, six, seven years. The way that, uh, the way that, you know, when people come up and they get all this money or whatever, like fame, quote unquote, they start to lose it and they start to forget about where they, like, you know. They forget the hard work that they put in, so they just start slacking. Yeah, they lose their <laughs> discipline. Yeah, yeah, that that's really much what it was. And a lot of boxers over there was telling me and my coach that they said a lot of names. You know, I don't want to put no business out there, but it was, I was just like, damn, that person really did that. And then you really now you start to think about some some of the Dominican people, some of the Dominican boxers, like their losses, and then it's like, all right. Now that now I see why you get it. So yeah, yeah. I, I pre- that's pretty much the problem. But the talent is definitely there. Yeah, because I think that's kind of similar with Puerto Rican boxing. Because you know, I got you know, I got Puerto Rican bloodline, but I'm a you know Black American. But um, uh, all right. Yeah, like I think I think Puerto Rican fighters have the same you know similarities because the problem with them is that uh. <laughs> They're very good. They have skills, but they just don't commit to leaving their comfort zone in Puerto Rico. Because yeah. I would the distractions are really bad over there. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but um, yeah. Um, talking about like, the fighters, like, uh, there's like a lot of great talent. Um, you know, obviously. Hector Garcia, he um, he lost the tank, but I think I think Hector he can he can still yeah. upset some good names at 135. Um, Edwin De Los Santos, he's really good. I like him a lot. Um, you know, you have that other kid <laughs> yeah, he fights at featherweight. Um, oh wait, uh, did you say something? Like I don't think I heard you. I know, but the, the the second guy that you mentioned, I never heard about. I- I heard about him because his trainer, like, I uh, went cool, but I never like met him like, like 
and face to face or not, but I know who he is. He's good. Yeah, there's another one that's really good. I don't know if you heard about him, but he's so like he he's literally like a monster. His name is uh, Luis Reynaldo Nunez. Um, he's a beast. He beat that Mexican kid, Jonathan Fierro. Uh, go go check that fight out. That's on Showbox. Uh, they fought on Showtime, but that was like like I think that was like a couple months back. But um, send, he's a monster. I, I, I he send me. No, I'll check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'll send you his uh, details on him. But um, yeah, send it to me. I'll check. Yeah, he's good and. Yeah, but the talent pool is like getting getting really deep. Like you know, Car- uh, Carlos Adamas. You know, but the whole list goes on. Yeah, but there's a lot of talent out the... there. There's definitely a lot yeah. of talent out there. Yeah, um, I was gonna wrap things up to ask you. You know, um, <laughs> like as far as like your end of your career, like, um, what weight? class do you do you want to end your career at and what influence do you want to bring to you know to the audience you know, you know when it's all said and done well to be honest with you i wish i could i don't gotta make weight because i love to eat but in all reality you'll have to be in the 50s because i you know if we be real there ain't no reason i can't ask no one in the 50s also it's just you know how it is it's yeah so people i'm really begin throwing around that ring so but no, no, no. Say fifty-four <laughs> for sure, because I do have the body structure for it, just not the height. But fifty-four. Um, how tall are you? I'm five eight. Oh, five eight. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you're not. Yeah, it ain't the worst. You're not too short with all this. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, finding yeah, those guys are huge. <laughs> crazy yeah because because i think the average height in that division is like six foot or at least six foot one yeah yeah so you already know <laughs> what's that division, um that endurance and just it just got to be out on a hundred because the fight is my face is going to be inside all day yeah 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 but yeah, let's see. No one knows what the future holds, so let's see. Let's see what's up and let's see how everything goes, uh, how everything plans out. Yeah, sure thing. Um, you know, like I'll definitely keep my eyes open for it. Um, uh, but yeah, but I appreciate you coming through, man. You know, you got any final words? You know, you want to close out? Nah, I was gonna say thank you to anybody that's watching or anything that tunes in. After this, we could definitely keep doing this. You know, like after every fight, we could let we could me and you could just chat it up. I'm willing to do that with you yeah. as long as you're free. Yeah, I definitely. I want to show you as much as you show me. I definitely seen that video that you made of me a while ago. I'm not sure if it got deleted. It was on your YouTube page. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I seen think it. I have a friend. Yeah, a friend texted me about it, <laughs> uh, like sent it to me, and I was like, "Yo, this is cool!" Like, like no matter, even though I lost my second fight, like I said, a lot of love came from that, and it's just like it showed people like, "Yo, he's a fighter," you know what I'm saying? So it had it had yeah. more ups and it had more downs, and just seeing that video, I was just like, "Damn!" Like, all right, that gave me motivation to keep going. I never thought about stopping, but it just showed me like, all right, if I could get a reaction from this, imagine if I'm just like. 
on my, you know, I don't want to curse, but I'm doing my thing and I'm, I'm having good wins. So yeah, we could definitely keep doing this. We definitely could just uh, chop it up anytime. You know, you can hit me up. I, I'm not Hollywood. I always reply. Like I said, <laughs> much as you support me, I want to do the same shit. Yeah. I want to do the same thing for you. Yeah. But I appreciate you, bro, for, yeah, for everything, even all the all the small talks we have. Thank you for all of that. And I wish you the best. And I hope your channel grows, you know, and your boxing content just get bigger and bigger. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. You know, like, I'll do my best to help out whatever way I can. Like, I'd like to go to a fight one day so I can... I can yeah, I'll definitely let you, you know, meet know, everybody. Yeah. I'll definitely let you know if, it's, hey, if I get something around Albany or... Just somewhere that you know we can meet in the middle of something, or we could plan something out. We could definitely talk about this anytime. You know, you know, I'll let you know. Yeah, because I love. I keep you updated every time about a fight. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely keep you updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'll uh, definitely, definitely keep you updated Uh, because I live down here in Florida, so so you know, like I can, I can always go out to New York, you know, whenever I want. So yeah. I actually got a lot of fam- I got I got family in Florida and that's that's one of my goals too to fight out there for my aunts Casimis. So I'm if this is if this the I think this is the year that could happen. So once I get the word on that, I don't want to say too much, you know, or like just throw it like you know how it is. But I definitely <laughs> want to fight out there, and I'll let you know. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm out here in Waimama, but you know, I can I could go out to Tampa or Plant City. You know, got it, got it. Yeah, my family's so. from Orlando. Nice. Like, like, in, yeah, <laughs> right by the airport. Like they from right over there around Kissimmee and stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I can I could definitely go through, but yeah, man. Um, I appreciate you for coming through, and uh, you know, uh, we'll chop it up again real soon. So I'll. I'll definitely, you know, talk with you, you know, you know, come next fight. So. All right. Have a, have a good rest of your day, bro. All right. Yep. Same to you. And, uh, you know, have a good day. Peace out. Uh, thank you, bro. Take care. Peace out. Yes, sir. See ya. All right. Yo, what's up, guys? But, uh, I, I appreciate you guys for watching the video. Um, hey, what's up, Thomas? Thank you for coming through. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry that I couldn't ask that for Jeter. Um, I have something going on, like I gotta get going. But um, yeah, uh, uh, thank you for coming through. Like I'll ask him that uh, next time around. Like, like I forgot what, like I forgot to ask him what gym uh, that he trains at in the Bronx. But um, I want to say his coach. He has an Instagram name by the name of True underscore Boxing, and uh, I'm not too sure what his regiment is. But um, I know he has his son, Marco Marco Suarez. I think that's his son, but I'm not too sure. But either way, um, definitely check him out. I think that's Jeter's or that's uh, one of Jeter's trainers. But, um, yeah, either way, sorry about that, Tom. You know, like, I don't understand why YouTube doesn't, you know, put out the notifications for everybody because, you know, you know, I got 4,000 subs, but I don't know why it doesn't notify everybody but yeah either way like i decided to, to do a show with jeter get that done and uh yeah um i'll definitely do one like again with them so you know me and him will you know chop it up and you know we'll, 
we'll you know discuss more but um i appreciate you for coming through and you know we'll definitely you know do this again and everybody else will you know come in to the show so <clears throat> either way i appreciate you for coming by tom Sh uh, shout out to jeter shout out to everybody and uh yeah like i gotta get going but uh salute to the mighty mighty ldbc twt family and i'm out peace out goodbye um have a good sunday um i will be going live again later on tonight with combat tool bag to talk about the fight so uh be tuned or uh, stay tuned for that and i'll see you guys soon peace out and uh goodbye uh thank you and here we are.